0: hello ladies and gentlemen it's been a while even i'm willing to admit that right While I'd love to say that I've been on vacation, that is certainly not the truth. Um, Just kind of had some busy times. Also had a difficulty finding time and and the right mentality, as we always talk about, to get out what I need to get out. If I'm in a busy or hectic time frame, like trying to wrap my mind around certain concepts is far more difficult, but we've talked about that in previous podcasts. So just wanted to have a little quick intro to touch base. Also see how you guys are doing. And I wanted to talk about two quick things before the actual topic. I feel like today's going to be a light one, but we'll see. The first of which is thinking back on previous podcasts. I've had a number of podcasts now with you folks that I drop what I call gems. Um, these are podcasts where I've talked about topics or suggestions or implementing certain things in your life that have been tremendously helpful for me. Things that have helped me kind of develop to a better person, a better version of myself, things that have helped me kind of develop resilience and understanding and, and compassion for others, and things that have just helped me i feel like become a far better version than the one i was before but these things and and i guess i should elaborate some of them like the the why's the the why podcast the ownership the um i have to go back through some of these but ultimately these are tactics and implementations that if you deem necessary for your development take a tremendous amount of work to implement these are not things that you hear the podcast and then all of a sudden you're like I'm good I've learned the lesson these are oh here we go there's a few more so um, the why the work the owner um, choice I mean, these are all things that were completely and utterly, I mean, life-changing for me. When I was able to implement these on a regular basis, um, those, are, those are huge. And so what I would invite you to consider, or because I'm not gonna tell you what to do, you're grown-ass folk, maybe. Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is, if you're trying to make these changes in your life because maybe you're lacking some certain things or you're lacking these traits, these are a daily grind. And the fact I probably made a mistake by dropping them all so quickly because it's so much to kind of consider and implement, right? And so you likely will want to implement one at a time if it's easier that way. But my point to all this is saying that if you're looking to make changes, large changes, like the ones I described in those, in those episodes, ultimately what it comes down to is that it's going to take a lot of work. And listening to a podcast once about something might give you the motivation or maybe a different capacity for understanding or, you know, whatever. But it's not going to fix or implement these things in your life. These are up to you. And if you want to make change, if you want to improve yourself, it is a constant grind. This is no different than if you're trying to save up for Whatever, whatever you're into. Let's say you want a Tesla. You want to save up for a Tesla. It's a constant grind until you pay that thing off or you save up enough money to pay it off. It's a grind. And so is life. And so is your personal development. So don't assume that because you listen to a podcast, you're going to take on these, this knowledge and adapt it into your life. That's not the way it works. So that's number one, because we need to be honest with each other and listening to something and implementing something is completely different. Number two, because I want to keep this short. At the time of recording this, I am pretty much halfway through 2022. Literally you can figure out what day I'm recording this. It is a pretty halfway point. I mean, not down to the hour, but close enough. So. I know some of you are cringing because you know where I'm going with this. Where are you on your 2022 goals? We made these together, I think a few months ago. And in that time frame, I haven't really, I've left you to your own devices. I've left you to kind of figure out how you're going to implement these things and how you're going to make these changes in your life. And now you're starting to realize how quickly, six months go. And these weren't really like heavy COVID years either. Like these are, we're trickling down, I feel. So the COVID years, it could be an excuse, right? With that excuse being said, you also lost two years during COVID. So any of these goals that you wanted to achieve during COVID likely went out the window because of stressors or, or problems or financial issues or drama with your family or just the anxiety of the whole situation. So you've already lost two years, and you're already halfway into the year. So the question is, where are you on your goals? And if you don't feel very comfortable with that question, then it's very likely that you are not where you want to be. So I think this is a good time to re-strategize and game plan for those of you that are struggling to meet the metrics that you have set for yourself. And this goes back to ownership. You wanna, you wanna do something about the situation, you have to own up to the fact that you've made the choices that you've made in the X amount of months, and now you have to go back and make up for them, right? It ties to the previous thing. It, ultimately, you gotta, these things are hard to implement because they're life-changing paradigm shifts. So you have to go and be willing to adapt and make changes when you can, but also own to the fact that you maybe haven't hit certain metrics. Now, I'm not here to scold you, because I'm not your dad, but what I will say is that we have seen six months, seven months now fly by, six and a half months, fly by relatively quickly. And the next six months are gonna fly by just as quickly, because in theory, if you celebrate major us holidays thanksgiving christmas you got maybe kids you got halloween in there if you celebrate these things those are almost months that are out the window you've got travel you've got family coming in you've got you know dinners you got to go with friends there's like gifts you got to go buy there's kids you got to take out trick-or-treating there's just a ton of things that you got to do and those this that is crunch time because you have to work harder during those times if you want to achieve anything. So my suggestion to you will be to start game planning heavily as to how you're going to correct this ship now. And once again, it goes back to ownership, beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. That's up to you. Everybody reacts to pressures and self kind of harming mindsets on, on their own individual levels. I'm not gonna tell you how to approach that. All I'm gonna tell you is that if you're not on course with your goals, it's time to reassess now. Don't quit on them. For the ones that you definitely won't be able to achieve, okay, re, re, reorganize that goal. If you're like, I'm gonna lose 200 pounds this year and you've lost zero pounds and you're you know six months left, maybe drop that down and say you're gonna lose 20 pounds. How about that that's achievable in my opinion and keep it off with the holidays right so some goals you'll have to reassess some goals you'll have to probably say next year I'll do better on this some goals you're gonna have to work your ass off to achieve in six months and some goals you might just be on track for some goals you might just be perfectly dead set on track and To those I would say, because I have the type of mindset I have, I would say grind a little harder so that you can enjoy your holidays and not have to worry about working your ass off through the holidays. That would be my tip for you now halfway through the year, because you're halfway towards your 2022 and you have to really deep, dig deep and look at that list of goals that you made for yourself and find out where you really are and where you really need to course correct. Because before you know it, we're gonna be in August, September, and the moment you're in October, everything is gonna fly. So start course correcting now. If you don't wanna beat yourself up at the end of the year because you didn't achieve everything or didn't achieve anything or just forgot about it or whatever it is, wherever you are, start course correcting now and reassess and replan for the things that you can achieve this year. That's it. That's the end of my intro. I think for some of you, before we get into the major, major topic of today, I would say that it might be a good idea to kind of maybe pause the podcast, think through what you have to do, because if you continue on to the main topic, which is a little lighthearted this week, if you continue on and you forget about this initial piece, you're going to forget to reorg. And... While I definitely want the listens on the podcast, I would rather you achieve your goals than the listen. So if that's what it takes for you, do what you got to do. But once again, remember your why as to why why you made your goals, own up to the fact that you are where you are, and then remove the choice of not getting things done. See, it all kind of ties back together. But, anyways, that's the intro. Probably a little heavier than you were thinking of based on a couple weeks off. But somebody's got to keep you guys in check. And that's me. So, hope you guys have a good one. And on to our lighthearted episode. This week. So I was, um, some of you that follow me on Instagram know that like I'm an avid watcher of like shows and TV and movies and, oh, that's my phone, you know, podcasts, stuff like that, right? And one of the things I was watching the other day was a show on Netflix called School of Chocolate. So if you've likely seen this dude on Netflix, not Netflix, on Instagram that does these crazy things with chocolate, it's, it's a show where he's basically like a it's a it's a reality show, and he's basically like this the the coach guy, and he's got a whole bunch of chefs that come in and they've got challenges and you know a stereotypical um, contest type show reality show, right The con- contestants have to do these challenges and you know they get interviewed in between and and they talk about their experience, you know, it's a very basic recipe for reality show. but it's so cool to watch that show because it's interesting to see. What, what you can do with chocolate. Like that guy is taking chocolate on a whole different level. I mean, he's essentially sculpting with it the way you would with clay. Um, and he's making these crazy things. And then some of the techniques he, he uses on sugar to make it look like glass. I mean, the whole thing is crazy. I mean, it, it opens my eyes to kind of what people can do in a whole different world of, of skills, right? Cooking is something I don't necessarily say i have tremendous skill in but some people do and that guy can do it with ch- with chocolate and sugar and other treats incredible but in the process uh it was cool to kind of see these people like these people and maybe it's a piece of the fact that they're just creatives in general right you could put all those people in a, bub- a bubble of, of creative folks but these people man they go through some emotional like stress and some of it is a show hyping it up right let's let's be honest let's be upfront with all this some of this is a show some of it is the ideas that that they're under pressure because it's a contest there's time allotted to certain things some of it is just the fear of knowing that they have no skills in certain realms and they have to compete with each other in these in these areas there's a lot of variables to it but It's very fascinating to see kind of people go through this because for a lot of these people, these are skills that are like self-defining. These are things that for them, they define themselves based on their ability to create these things and in, in competition with others and in a pressure, high pressure situation. And you see these people kind of, I guess the way I would describe it is you see some of these people like in a certain level of vulnerability that that most people are like unwilling to to go with other people. Right? These people are because they're defining themselves based on their skills in this in this world of baking and cooking and treats and whatever, they define themselves by that. So when they leave the house, they probably have a mask on with the concept of like baker and high level baker and business owner or whatever and this is the mask they wear but when they are tested and that mask is tested for its fortitude man it is it is it is rockier than you think right and i'm not knocking these people i think these are just the things i think about when i see shows like this but one of the fascinating parts for me is just seeing the the level of anxiety that these people have because they are defining themselves by their skill they're not just more than just their their skill they're oftentimes see themselves as like i'm this baker guy or i'm this girl that does this right so when you when you have people that are being tested you see a lot of people there that are just nervous right they're, they're just incredibly nervous and anxious about their their skills and once again keep in mind in the back of their mind that it is a con- reality show so it's hyped up a little bit There's definitely a contest piece where there's times and regulations and whatever, whatever, right? But the level of nervousness you see some of these people in is is kind of interesting because they're anxious about their abilities to do these things. And and like for a long time, I was like, all right, well, just get it done, right? And and that's a lack of empathy in a certain degree because I'm not putting my whole self in things. And it didn't really come to mind for me. How about this? The connection was made for me when I was doing my kitchen so some of you know they've been like remodeling my kitchen for I was remodeling my kitchen for like eight months it took me eight months and when I say that some of you are like Jesus yeah it took me a long time funny enough I kind of started growing out my hair around that time so the length of my hair now is a big indication of how long it took me but that's just a fun little fact with that said I've only worked on this on the weekends, right? Because I have a full time job, but this whole thing, doing it single handedly by myself, except for countertops and some of the backsplash stuff, um, took me eight months of development, of creation, of implementation, of you know troubleshooting finding people to do counter I mean, it took eight months of, of, of just a tremendous amount of work. And just like I said, you have to give them the credit because it is a reality show and they are timed. You also have to take into consideration the fact that because it took me eight months, there's a large amount of burnout and stress associated with that. But after I've said all that, I can kind of understand where these people are coming from. And what do I mean by that? When it came to the kitchen, right, uh, let me backtrack. Some of you know that I am not classically trained in any sort of woodworking. I've been doing this for, on, on a regular basis for around two years, give or take. And even less when you start considering when I started this project. And everything has been instrumentally, strategically planned from one step to the next, whether I did the cabinet in my in my laundry room whether I did this and that and I practice on this and that technique and, and implementations on finishing and how do I was gonna approach this and everything's been steps so it's been somewhat strategic in a way but it doesn't change the fact that like this is not something I've been trained to do so with that there is there is a, a certain level of me putting on that hat putting on that hat so that I can be ready to 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 put this show on which is the cabinets and the kitchen and there are times where like things did not work out 100% I'm never gonna lie to you and say that things worked out hundred percent or there's no issues or errors but I got to ground myself in that mindset because the reality is is that once again I'm not classically trained to do any of this and the fact that I pulled this off single-handedly by myself once again apart from those two things is somewhat impressive and i I can say that without trying to say it's kind of douchey so what's my what's my point here my point here is that oftentimes in life you need a challenge and you need a high level challenge and oftentimes people don't look for the challenge And I would invite you to when you can have a challenge to the point where you can be a little bit emotionally invested in that challenge or very emotionally invested on that challenge, I would invite you to consider taking that on. As humans, we need challenges in order to kind of improve or learn about ourselves. And if you're avoiding these challenges, you're not learning and improving yourself. Because it is in that difficulty, it is in those situations where you lose your cool, it is in those situations where things didn't work out and you managed to make them work out. It isn't until those times where you have to force yourself to learn and adapt and improve that you find out who you are as a human. And that's when you start figuring out exactly what it is you are. Because we all have this figment of our imagination as to what we think we are. And as humans, especially human males, we're so bombarded with action movies and these crazy scenarios where you think that if you are involved in that scenario in real life, that's how you would react. And you never know how you're gonna react. And it isn't until you're challenged where you really find out who and what you are. And so I would invite you, I'm gonna keep this one short this week, I would invite you to consider taking on a challenge that is far more difficult than you think it is. And I would invite you to consider taking that on. Keep in mind, you're gonna take on some stresses and some drama a little bit. But the things that we talked about in the past, the things that you're gonna remember the most in your life are the achievements, are the happy times, and a lot of the growth you've made in your time frame. A lot of times I have conversations with people and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm so glad I'm, I'm over this phase of my life, or I'm so glad I'm better than I was then. I'm so glad I made it through this one thing that was difficult. I'm so glad I took this trip to whatever. I'm so glad I did this, And right? Like the things you remember in your life are the challenges, are the things that were difficult for you to achieve. It's not the simple things that came to you. Whether it's you winning money, that's why people end up being broke after they've won the lottery. It's not things like, oh, things just came easy to me. This is why you see celebrity kids that are always doing a whole bunch of crazy, ridiculous things because they had never had to be challenged. They were given everything in a silver spoon. Don't avoid the challenges. And at times, I would suggest that you look for challenges that put you on a high level of anxiety at times. So you can grow from it. Because if you survive said challenge, if you put yourself in a difficult situation and you survive it, the, the benefits of it oftentimes far outweigh the risks. Because what you're doing is you're growing and you're learning about yourself. And you're building a level of confidence that those that haven't tested themselves do not possess. Because you know what you're capable of and you know you're abilities at any given level. And that's what you should be striving for. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk next time.